Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. If you're looking for a space to navigate life's light and dark moments, I invite you to download my app, Affirm It. It's an app I crafted to help you create your spiritual practice because I know how hard it can be to manage your energy throughout all the different things life throws at us. So we celebrate the light and the dark. We're not asking you to be positive all the time. We're super, super raw, super real and welcoming to all the feelings. And so inside of the app, I've created a ton of intentional features to help you with your spirituality. We have daily affirmations to help you stay consistent on your journey. We have guides, practices, and journaling to help you with the self-improvement. And we have guided meditations and visualizations to help you deepen your practice and connect to yourself. One of my favorite things that I've created for the app is actually guided affirmations. So it's something you listen to. It helps you effortlessly reprogram your limiting beliefs. So I invite you to download the app today. It's only $4.49 a month and even less if you do our annual plan. Head to the show notes to download it on your phone today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and I am so happy you're here. One quick note, firstly, Happy New Year. And second, I have just started adding video to my podcast. And so this is brand new to me, actually being mindful and aware of where I'm looking and how I'm looking. Um, So bear with me if this podcast episode is a little bit scrambled. Hopefully it's not. Um, I have three different screens I'm looking at right now. And so let's see how this goes. Um, And if you want to watch the videos, they're on YouTube on our channel. So you're welcome to go there if you want to see me and hang out with me. Um, Okay, so welcome back. And once again, I took a little bit of a podcast break because I was starting to feel disconnected. And the reason I love the podcast so, so much is because it is my safe space. The podcast is where I can really, really be myself and I can talk and I can ramble and I started to feel like I was trying too hard to like pick relevant topics rather than just talk about things that are important to me. So I took a little bit of a reset, reevaluated and got very, very intentional with what energy I want to be putting forward towards the podcast. And here we are. So thank you. I took, I think like a month, month and a half break, um, And so I hope your holidays were beautiful. I hope your new year was beautiful. And what I want to do is I want to just talk about the energy around a new year. And I was talking about this on social media a little bit as well, but compared to normal, um, this year felt 
like I needed to just quiet down and retreat. Typically, I am so present with my clients, with our community, with social media. And this time I felt such a strong calling to just disconnect. And so what I did is I took like three days and I made my own little retreat. And in that retreat, I essentially assigned myself three different days. So my first day was my retreat for myself. And I got to do my affirmations. I got to clear limiting beliefs and catch up on meditations that I have kept skipping for a while. Day two was all about the business. So on day two, I did business planning. I really got intentional with every single area of the business. And I was like, how do I want the business to show up? And how am I showing up in the business? What's the energy of the business feeling like? And all that type of good stuff. And so that was day two. And then day three was all about just checking in with how I actually want to achieve the things I want to achieve? What changes do I need to make? Very kind of tangible day in all areas of life, whether it was friendships, whether it was myself again, whether it was my home or my career, whatever it was, I wanted day three to be very, okay, how do we actually put this into play? Kind of like a execution day. It was, that's what I called it. And so for my three-day retreat, it was on my own. And my promises to myself were, I'm not going to go see anybody. I'm not going to make any plans. And I'm going to spend as little time on my phone or in consuming mode in terms of TV or social media content. I did consume a lot of music and I did consume um, a lot of books because that makes me so happy and it makes me feel inspired. And so that was the three-day retreat. And I kid you not, the amount of floods of inspiration I feel, the amount of deep connection I feel to myself is so unmatched. And I feel like I haven't had this in such a long time. And so my invitation to you in the new year during this time, if you feel disconnected, try and give yourself, even if it's not three days, but try and give yourself even a day and structure it out into three parts as a retreat. Because what that does is you're giving yourself and you're making a promise to yourself that you are here for you. You are showing up for yourself and you're making a commitment to yourself. So that is one of my favorite end of year slash new year rituals to do is to really spend time with myself. Now, a few things about the retreat is you're allowed to make the retreat however you want. It can be just one day. It can be multiple days. And you don't have to only do stuff that day. Like you don't have to only do retreat stuff that day. Like for example, I still, during those retreat days, I worked on our backyard and I connected with people on the phone, but I didn't go meet people. So don't be, don't feel like it has to be so rigid. Um, and enjoy it. Like one thing I did during the retreat too, is I try to incorporate movement every day and time where I do nothing like no music, no books, just sitting in my own energy, which was the hardest part. It always is, I feel. And so that was a big priority for me. So pick a few priorities for yourself and create your own little self check-in for you because It's so easy to sit for five minutes during a day or say you have a morning routine, but how often do we really intentionally carve out time for ourselves and use that time for our own inner expansion and to raise our own consciousness, right? So that's why I loved this idea of a DIY retreat. And so I hope that resonates because 
I didn't expect it to be so expansive for me. Um, And something Tom and I always do in general is we always do like an end of year check-in, even if it's just us talking or revision boarding together or something. But this year we actually didn't do anything physical. Um, We talked a lot. I think we made a lot of new shifts and we had a lot of deep conversations, but it wasn't as, okay, let's make our affirmation jars. Let's make our vision boards. We didn't do that this year. The call wasn't there. So we didn't want to force it. Um, and so instead what I decided to do is I was like, I feel like I need to connect with myself. I need to take out all the noise, take out everyone else's opinions, take out everyone else's decisions and everybody else's desires and really check in with what do I need? And that is why this retreat felt so good is because I actually did get to cut out all the noise. And so that is my tip number one for things I do in the new year. And another big thing I started thinking about in this whole new year hype, if you guys were following me on Instagram, you know, I've been talking about just the disconnect from all of this end of year stuff. Typically I post a lot of end of year intention setting, beginning of year intention setting. I post so much, but this year I seriously felt the most resistance I felt, not even like not lack of a desire. And the thing is, is I have all of these tools made. I have everything created, but I couldn't force myself to share something forward that I wasn't resonating with. And so this year It was all about just checking in with myself. It was all about how do we go forward and create space without so much structure, without such a rigid to-do list. Because sometimes I feel like through the new year and in the self-development space, it's almost easier to create a really, really big and a really, really long to-do list rather than just being rather than actually practicing and applying all the things we're learning about on social media or with a coach or with different courses you've taken. It's so easy to just constantly consume rather than apply and be and practice. And so one thing that I was trying to do is create space for myself to just be and not make such an overwhelming to-do list that makes me feel like, yes, I am so prepared. I know exactly what I need to do to get to where I want to be rather than feeling like I have to have this to-do list for the end of the year and these daily routine to-do lists. And okay, what are the changes I'm making in the new year that I'm going to stick to every single day? Instead of making it like a to-do list, I really wanted to play around with just being rather than constantly having to do something. I think in the self-development world, even in manifestation and spirituality, there is so much normalization around, okay, you need to do this to get this very cause and effect and action oriented and results oriented, where I think the true practice of just being and just existing and just living I think it's so simple and there's nothing to it. And it's almost too easy that it's not encouraged and it's not the spicy, juicy manifestation things that we all get so attracted to. It is so simple and it's so profound. And when you actually tap into it, it makes the biggest difference. And so one thing that I am personally working on this year and feel free to take it or leave it is to stop making my self-development and my spirituality and my manifestation work, to stop making that a to-do list. I instead 
instead of it being a to-do list and tasks I need to get done, I want to spend more time just being. I want to spend more time just existing um, with intention and with purpose. And I think this kind of very much so leads into my pull to start calling manifestation a lifestyle rather than to call manifestation a three-step process, which I do have, but what I resonate the most with and what's the most authentic to me is manifestation being a lifestyle. It is a way of living. It is a choice. It is an intentional way of living because it is so true. You can manifest while drinking water. You can manifest while putting on face cream. All of that counts. All of that is contributing to your vibration, which is contributing to what manifests. And so manifestation isn't just the five minutes in the morning. It is your entire life. It is your daily choices, the daily moments, where your energy is at throughout certain points of the day, or when you're triggered, how do you handle that? That is manifestation. And Some people might disagree that, hey, that's not manifestation. That is, I don't know, intentional living or something else. But for me, incorporating manifestation concepts into things I'm doing day to day is actually so profound and has shifted my life. And I'm working on articulating that better. And I've tried and I know I haven't done the best job, but I'm working on really incorporating that into the things that I share forward. Because for example, something I do all the time is when I'm doing my skincare, I do my affirmations and not just, I love myself, but like I really tap into, okay, if I'm exfoliating my face, what am I exfoliating out of my life? If I am putting on a face mask, what am I either masking into my life or what do I want to soak into my life? Like really going deeper into the energy of things rather than taking things so surface level and taking things in such a form where it's like, hey, you know what? We are just forcing manifestation. Instead of doing that, I want it to be more intentional. And my third ritual that I am trying to bring into the new year. So the first one is doing a retreat and just really checking in with myself and getting so clear on me and my own energy rather than getting so convoluted and influenced by everyone else's energy. The other thing that has been so important to me is being really honest with myself. All the New Year's resolutions I've set over the years, all the big intentions and big goals and sky big, those huge goals, okay? Those really, really big goals, all of the ones that I've set that I haven't either stuck with or that haven't actually unfolded, I wanted to sit and ask myself why. And what I realized is those didn't manifest, those didn't unfold, or I wasn't able to stick to them because instead of using my own inner motivation as a reason for setting that goal, I used time as the goal. I used the date, January 1st, as the goal and as the reason for setting that goal or for setting that intention and setting that manifestation into play. So when your why is focused on something as time, when your why is dependent on time, we are constantly changing and time is constantly changing. So your why will change and that motivation will start to deflate. So let me say that again, because I was gathering my thoughts. I was as 
as I was speaking. But one thing I learned that I'm really trying to put into practice this year is instead of my why for setting something or doing something new or making a change, being the timing of the new year, I want my why to be something that is far rooted in myself, deeper within me, because time is something that is always changing. So if your why is dependent on time, which is always changing, then your motivation and your discipline and the excitement to focus on that manifestation is absolutely going to deflate. So instead of using January 1st as my main reason for making a change and making a difference in my life, using something deeper within me and getting so clear on my why that it doesn't matter what day of the year it is, that why is what's driving me rather than the date of the year being the drive to my new year's resolution or my intention. I want your why and I want your intention to be rooted on something far deeper than yourself. So an example is, for example, a lot of people say, okay, this year I'm going to make six figures in my business, or I'm going to meet my soulmate, or I'm going to get a raise. When you put that restriction on this year, this kind of goes into what is time, the concept of time. Time ultimately is an illusion. Some people say time doesn't exist. And I am reading a really, really good book about time while I'm listening to it. It's called 4,000 Weeks. I'll link it in the show notes, but I highly recommend if time is something that just gets you worked up or makes you feel restricted sometimes, I really recommend listening to it because it goes into the fact that time is just It just is, and basing so many of our decisions and our plans and our life goals on the concept of time, that is almost putting yourself in an inevitable cycle where you will not feel enough or you won't feel like you're doing enough. So my goal is to drop the pressure and the intention of time. So for example, if you are trying to manifest any of those goals within the year, Rather than saying, I want to manifest it within the year, be like, why do you want to manifest it? Why do you want to manifest your soulmate? Even if it is you want to manifest your soulmate this year, why? Is it so you feel something sooner? Is it so that you feel something faster? Or are you just trying to get out of the current space that you're in? It really starts to make you think about why you want something so immediately rather than why just this year? It sounds great. It's easy. It's very normal in our society to talk about things in a time crunch and this year in a time increment, right? That's so normal to goal set on a quarterly basis. But when you drop out the equation of time, your why and the reasons you want something really come to the surface. And you start to realize most of the reasons we want something is to feel a certain way. And the beauty of that is when you want to feel a certain way, our emotions are something we get to choose. I know it doesn't seem like it all the time, but we get to choose our emotions. So if you want to choose to feel loved, you can choose to feel loved and that will only help making your soulmate show up even more aligned. And when it's more aligned, it comes in even faster. That's a very simple way of putting it, but Ultimately, we are all chasing after feelings, no matter what we're manifesting. If you're trying to manifest a six-figure business, maybe it is to feel more wealthy. Maybe it is to feel more free and abundant, but deeper than that, you might just want to feel successful. So how can you choose to feel successful now? How can you choose to acknowledge your accomplishments now? 
And the same thing for a raise or getting a better job. Why? Do you want to feel more at peace? Do you want to have a better work-life balance? What is it that you're chasing after? And how can you create that now? So when you set your intentions this year, and as you're kind of playing out your intentions, it's around mid-January. So ask yourself, Do you want to shift the reason? Do you want to shift the why behind those goals? I'm not asking you to shift those goals. It can still in your mind be the intention for this year, but your why, the reason you want those goals, it has to be deeper than it's January 1st and it's time for me to set new goals. That will not be sustainable. It's a new year. It's not going to be a new year forever. It won't be a new year in March. So in March, you might not want to spend time towards manifesting your soulmate or manifesting more abundance. You might be over it and then you might feel discouraged. And I don't want that for you. So if you really want to have a sustainable motivation and desire to stay consistent in your spirituality and your self-care practices and manifestation work, I really invite you to evaluate your why, reevaluate it, and see if you can find something deeper that's more sustainable than time, that is more consistent than time. So those are my three things I'm doing as we step into the new year. So number one is I am, I did a DIY retreat. It was three days. I loved it. Number two is I really started to stop trying to make manifestation and my life a to-do list. I started to realize that life is about living and what are those things that I'm doing that contribute to living? Because there's this thing where oftentimes all the things that we're doing to live, we try to push them off. Like for example, when you're single, we all we want to do is we want to be in a relationship. And when you're in a relationship, all you want to do is have a deeper relationship, or maybe you want to get out of that relationship. And there's always something. So if we can just be better at living and stop making our spiritual journeys and our personal development a to-do list and give ourselves permission to create some things that you can be more present in, I think that's going to be so powerful and so magical. And lastly, it is this concept of dropping the restriction and dropping the pressure and dropping the motivation of your desires and the changes you're making in your life just because it's the new year. Take away that label and that aspect of time and now reflect. When you can take away the time, when you can take away the days on the calendar and the dates, what's left? What is left in your manifestation? What is left in your desires? Do they change? And just reflect on that. So I hope these three things were helpful. I hope your new year has been filled with love, filled with joy, and really my intention for you as you go forward through the new year and start to get acquainted with 2023 energy. My intention for you is that you just feel deeper and deeper connected to yourself and your spirit and your soul's essence. Because for me, that's really what it is all about. And it's becoming more and more about that. Who am I? What do I want? And what am I doing here? And how does my manifestation play a role in that? Because it does. So that is my intention for you. And lastly, I want to close out with thank you for being here. Thank you for being a podcast listener. And thank you for riding along the journey of my first video podcast. Let's see how this turns out. Um, And then if you need any more support, any more tools, you guys know I have tons of tools inside of my membership, Affirm It. Um, I formally talked about it as an app, which it still is an app, but it 
is more of a membership where you get support from me, you get access to tools. And so I am going to be starting to call it a membership. No, it's not anything different. It is the same thing, Um, but it is going to be called a membership. So if you want any tools, I have lots of beginning of year intention setting rituals. I have manifestation tools and we're restructuring it to be a little bit more helpful where you can dive in and however you're feeling, you'll have tools in there for you. So you can immediately start practicing rather than getting caught up on social media consuming. You can just skip that and start to practice and apply those changes that you want to make. So I hope I get to see you inside of the membership. And regardless, I'm so, so thankful you're here and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.